It All Radio with KB and Paul. Yes, sir. We back with another one. We back with another one. Hey, we're still around, man. Doing three times in a row. That's crazy. Hey. Hey man, this ain't just a hobby no more. You know, we're getting we're getting a little attention, get some some listens, some views. Bro, we need some sponsors. Hey, hey, it's about that time. You need a spot, you need some air play. Hit us up, man. Right. Hit us up, let us know. Hey, right. I'm uh KB. I'm here with my boy Paul. As always. Money. Ah, weekend, man. How was your weekend? How was your weekend? Man, weekend was good, man. Weekend was good. Uh, you know, we did a little Actually, we didn't really do much, to be honest. Um, we, I mean, like I said in the last show, we're going to talk a little bit about it, but we've just been on this Survivor kick, bro. We got So what we did was, did I tell you we got Hulu Live TV? Yes, you did. Yeah, I, I know I probably talked about that already, but <laughs> but that Hulu Live TV, and we did it. So, so we bought that, but you got to buy the no ads with it too. So it costs a little bit more, but those no ads, it's a game changer, bro. Hulu, si- sign us up, bro. Si- where's Hulu at? Hulu, hey man, Hulu needs a plug because uh, I've been paying regular price before all the deals, and, right? Uh, for all of free everything, you know, no no commercials. So they owe me, man. I think they right. owe me money. So <laughs> my wife right. got uh, subscribed to everything. We might as well have cable. Hell, that <laughs> bill is expensive. I mean, <laughs> look, it does it does add up though. You get you you pop that with Netflix, then you might add a little Disney Plus in there for the children for the children's. She, then she got this thing, Peacock, man. It got like all oh, the old Lord. shows. No. They ain't nobody gotta get BT Plus. You know, you gotta. Oh yeah. Black, so we yeah, gotta right, 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 right. I mean, it was just like y'all yeah, looking at like one, like a buck twenty a month just for some TV. Man, we're closer to 60, 70, You, 80. you are, unless you got somebody's yeah. Netflix login, you alive. But anyways, what are we talking about this week, <laughs> AB? Hey man, we starting off with the with the. What we gonna do, man? Sports talk radio, you know, here with the entertainment as well. But uh, college football playoffs. Yeah, man, we've been we've been leading off with this. It's so uh, it's anybody's game, right? So last right. week we were talking about Ohio State and how we didn't think that they deserved a chance. Well, the Big Ten overruled us, and uh, Ohio State is going to be able to play in their championship game this upcoming Saturday. So that's going to be different. That is disgusting right that is disgusting because you have, a, you have a was it um you have a one loss or two loss team in you the know, big 10 as well uh so right now in the big 10 you got to scroll down a ways you got northwestern at six and one they're playing northwestern six in the one. finale okay. so so northwestern's at 14 though they're six and one if they beat ohio state they're seven and one they don't. They're not jumping into the playoff, though. They're not jumping up oh. ten spots. So what you're looking at right now, nothing's really changed up at the top. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson. Who Notre Dame and Clemson were supposed to play last week. The ACC gave them a a buy, if you will, because um, they didn't want to play three times. Which I get exactly. it, but I mean we're here for football. If both teams are competitive, like I know Georgia fans are upset because they can't find a matchup this week. Vanderbilt's already told them we're not playing. They've called around. And you've got two teams that are healthy, like Notre Dame and Clemson, and they're not playing on a Saturday when they could have. That's kind of a slap in yeah, the face man. to teams that want to play, you know? Exactly, like my Gators. Oh you know boy! What I'm like I have no, I have no uh, connection with the Florida Gators officially. Right. They want to send some shirts, socks, you know, hats, all that stuff. <laughs> I would proudly wear them. Yeah. Um, and I am. Finding ways for them to sneak into that top four with that loss last. There, there's no. Let, let me burst your bubble, Kenny. There is no way. You got a sound clip for that? No way. I don't know if you do, but there is no way your Gators are getting in there because, and I don't want to preview the big dummy of the week. But that's it. That's it. I'm telling you, there is no way because of the big dummy of the week, y'all are getting into the college football playoff. We'll leave that for that. But just to round out this final. I guess this final playoff picture, we're going into championship weekend, Kenny. You got Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson, which they've got to play this weekend. If Clemson loses again, 9-2, and does that open the door for a team like a Texas A&M, an Iowa State? 
it, it definitely opened the door for a team like Texas A&M or Florida, in my opinion, back yes. before Florida's loss. So I think Texas A&M still has a chance. But then after that, I don't think Iowa State's better than a two-loss Clemson. No. Iowa State already got two losses. The reason I have uh, Florida having a shot, simply just having a shot. Yeah, tell tell me your reasoning here because I don't see it. So we're sitting at number seven. Okay. A few teams have to lose. First, business has to be taken care of. Florida has to beat. Oh, uh, Alabama. They can win by one point or 15. It doesn't matter. They need to win uh, for sure to get the SEC championship. That's not going to knock. That's not going to uh, knock Alabama out the top four. They'll no, probably drop to be there. three, maybe four, maybe. Um, but we also need Clemson to lose. Okay. Clemson loses, they're out. Okay. Texas A and M has a game coming up Saturday. I believe they play uh, Tennessee. They do. They do. Tennessee is not a bad team. They just for Stop some, it. I mean they're bad, but they're they're like competitive. Like for some reason they should be better than what they are. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Pruitt's got some kids up there. They should definitely yeah, be better than they, what they are. And all it takes is one I mean, all it takes is, is one game. Right. So I, I think if if Texas A and M lost loses, they're gone. Okay. I don't see Florida jumping over Texas A and M. Having two losses, even if they win the SEC championship, you you still see them behind A and M, yeah. I do. Okay, I wouldn't be mad if they jumped them, but I mean, to call a spade a spade, Texas A and M with the you know they earned it. They'd right. be a, a eight win team, right? Eight and one, so they only lost Alabama, so I I will give it to them. And uh, just to remind you, at twelve p.m., Iowa State on Saturday plays Oklahoma. Yeah. Huh. Exactly. That's a tough. Oh, that's a tough game. Oh, Spencer Rattler up there. Right. He can. He might be worth that magic. So I don't see Iowa State getting in. Like it would have to. They would have to beat Oklahoma. Texas A and M would have to lose. Clemson would have to lose. Ohio State would have to lose. That's the only way I could see them feeling comfortable enough to put uh, Iowa State in a top four. Now, I now, now, now. Listen to me here. Okay. So. I hear, and and you make good. You make a really good point for Florida. If they win that SEC championship game, if Clemson loses, Texas A and M loses, and Iowa State loses, you're in. But let's let let me just say real quick, what if I I know Georgia's trying to get a game this weekend. Let's say they get a game against somebody, they win the game, they're eight and two. What if that same scenario happens, but Florida loses, Iowa State loses, Texas A and M loses, and Clemson loses? Does Florida? I mean, does Georgia then jump into the top four? I don't. I don't see that, right? I mean, I don't see. It. I think they would. That's a lot of losses that need to happen. There's, it's a lot of loss that needs to happen, and like I said, uh, I don't see Clemson fall. If they were to lose, I don't see them falling below Georgia. Right. Right. Because their one loss came with you know Trevor out. Depending how they may lose to Notre Dame, that goes into it. Um, and the reason I also see Iowa State out is because they lost to. I believe they lost to a uh, Alabama team. They yeah. got smashed, and they yeah. lost to UCLA. Yeah, I mean it's so, it's um, gonna. I'm telling you right now, the four that we have right now, the Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. We, I don't think those are gonna be our final four. I think we're gonna have a mix up somewhere because and, unless the, I mean the 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 way it all stays the same is Clemson wins, but then the the bracket's going to be different because they're going to jump Notre Dame. They're not going to want – the playoff committee is not going to want to see Clemson and Notre Dame play for a third time in the college football playoff. So they'll probably move Notre Dame to four, Ohio State to three, and then you got Notre Dame, yeah. Bama, Clemson, Ohio State. I don't know. All I know is the final rankings will not look like this. And no, it's going gonna, gonna to be interesting to see if a team like A&M – and, I mean, if Florida – Good Lord, Kenny. I know it hurts, man. If Florida hadn't thrown that shoe, bro, you're right there. Especially if you – I don't think you beat Alabama right now. They're too hot. But if you yeah. were, you you still had a chance on Saturday. Now you have to worry about winning that game and then worrying about tons of other teams losing for you to have a chance. And honestly, honestly, I could even say now we know the NCAA football – Loves Notre Dame. 
Oh, of I mean, course. Of if, course. Touchdown why, Jesus. Yeah, the whole thing. But if a Notre Dame, Notre Dame team was to lose and Clemson wins, yeah, would a SEC championship two-loss team? Because now it comes in, Ooh, I think, when you look at yeah. when you look at that, you have to look at the resume, how they lost, the teams they played. You only lost to LSU off – a, a off a shoe being thrown off a shoe and and you lost to uh to texas a&m off a last second fumble let's be real they florida just got stripped malik davis fumbled the ball they got it back kicked the field goal without those two crazy things happening florida's undefeated yeah i mean it's 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 going to be and i think that the committees had kind of a cakewalk up until this point it's going to yeah. be a crazy week, especially if these championships, let's just say pandemonium breaks out. Ohio State loses to Northwestern. Florida beats Alabama. Uh, Clemson beats Notre Dame. Or Notre Dame beats Clemson again, and Clemson's now a two-loss team. You got what you're going to put three teams into the playoff that didn't win their conference? It's going to be tough, man. It's I'm telling you it's right now, we already said it once. It's probably said it a second time. I'll say it a third time. These final four that we see, Alabama, Notre Dame, uh Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State is not going to be how it plays out. More talking next weekend. Yes. Yeah, so um, it's another example of why there needs to be at least six teams in the playoffs. It, I mean, you got a shot. You got a chance. Anybody's got a chance, right? Right. So next topic, man. Next topic. You know, I love my Gators. Uh, <laughs> top five. Top five. Yeah, we're sticking with this. I am the greatest. I love it. Top five. Okay, so last week we went point guards. I sounded kind of crazy. People came back and were like, "Hey, man, you're stupid." Right. And right. You know they didn't they didn't get the uh, the artistic, you know, portion that I was trying to bring in there. So um, I this week you were you were you were looking for you were looking for people to listen to the podcast, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate it. that. And we got them li- listening. So this time we want to do top five shooting guards. Okay. Top five shooting guards. And because I'm a gentleman, and I went first last time, I'm oh. gonna let you go first this time. Okay, easy enough, easy. En- I mean, so I'll make mine short and sweet until I get to four or five. Number one, MJ. Number mm-hmm. two, Kobe. Mm-hmm. Three, I'm going Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. If we're going strictly off shooting guard, because there's a lot of guys that play shooting guard, small forward, you know, da da da. I think Dwayne Wade's number three for me. Then you got Clyde the Glide, F four. And then this is where it gets tough for me, honestly, because there's two different guys and they and they play two different types of games. And one of the guys, and I'm not going to tell you which one I'm at right now. I, I know which one I'm going top five, but I'm going to make an argument for both. Ray Allen and Tracy McGrady. And the reason both of those guys are in my in my top five is because Ray is probably one of the best three-point shooters of all time, right? That definitely is. I mean, one of the biggest things that I can remember or one of the biggest basketball plays that I can remember growing up was when he hit that three for the heat, you know, and he did so much more for the Celtics and the supersonics before that. But that's one play that really sticks out to me. The other guy, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No. And I'm also with Ray Allen. People forget the guy was a, before he turned into just a three point specialist, he was a monster. He was jamming on people's heads when he was, when he first came into the league. Right. The first half of his career, he was a driver. Right. Him he and, just shoot very well. Him and Richard Lewis back in the day for the Sonics, man, that was Ooh. a duo. That was a duo. Ooh. You know, and uh and the other guy, T Mac, I think his career got cut short. I think he had a I think it was like a seven year run where he was one of, if not the best NBA player in the league. I mean, he was top three in the league from, you know, two thousand to two thousand seven type deal. The reason I'm going with Ray Allen in my five spot, though, is the championships for me and also the way that he was able to fit into any team that he played for. So 
With the Heat, he had to take on a different type of role, but was still that guy. With the Celtics, he took on a different type of role. He evolved his game. And then back with the Sonics, like you said, used to be a drive-to-the-hoop type guy. So all those things considered, he's my fifth guy. There's a ton more deserving. George Gervin could potentially be on somebody's list. He's kind of way, way before the time. But MJ, Kobe, D. Wade, Clyde the Glide for me, and Ray. Okay. Okay, I like that. I like that. Thank you. My top five. My top five. And I have a five and I have a, a asterisk for six. And six is going to, is, is, is a good. I thought we were doing top fives, no? I have a five, but I have to add him because it would be disrespectful not to. Oh, um, I, I hope it's not Russell Westbrook again. <laughs> no. Okay. No. I'm just making this sure. Guy, he's a, he's a Sharon Hall of Famer. Okay. All right. Number one, MJ. Of course. Two, Kobe. Of course. Three, Dwayne Wade. Of course. All right. So that's where we're the same. Four, I have old Bubba Chuck. What? Allen Iverson. So so you took my a, guy and put him in the shooting guard role when he really kind of was a point guard. He the only reason I did, and the only reason I didn't put him in point guard is because he was always listed as a shooting guard and he always had a legit point guard with him whether it be Aaron McKee or you know Eric Snow I get, he always it, I had, get it I get it he always had a and he was an off the ball like he could create he was a shot creator shooting guard so he was like on basketball reference they have him as a it literally says position point guard and shooting guard so I'll I'll go okay, so, it so okay. congrats congrats you I I I'm just happy you put him in your list at one of the positions. That's that's all I asked for. So continue. Okay, yeah. I I I'll accept that answer for the fourth. What you got? Okay, and number five, I have Clyde the Glide um, Drexler. Right. Uh, so, but the person I was struggling with at number five is half of his career was in the NBA, half of his career was international. Manu Ginobili. Really. When you look at it, he has the rings. He but he rode the coattails of Tim Duncan the whole time. I mean, I like him. I like him, but he couldn't even. He was a six man on his own team. I think. I think that was more strategy than skill. Like I'll give it to Pop that that was probably more strategy than skill. Um, You know, him coming off the bench because when he came off the bench, he took over. Right. That type of thing don't happen because he he wasn't on the bench because he wasn't. The best shooting guard. He's just, you know, pop right, is just right. a, a genius at what he does. And I mean, you can't. That's like saying, uh, Pippen wasn't great because he rode MJ's coattail, or Karl Malone was a real leader. John Stockton rode his. You know, it's I get they're, it. They're I get teammates. it. I get. I they're, get it. I get it. And so, but I think I think Manu being half of his career international and half in the league you know sports fans will always kind of put him to the side strictly because he didn't do this whole time in the nba and if he did what could have you know happened no i i I think that's a good you know he's not top five but i think that's a good argument for him kind of like my my t-mac argument what could have been both of these guys are what could have been manu you know wasn't so much it could have been he did it he just did half of it in the nba and then t-mac is more of a what could have been because he never really – I mean, he, his career kind of derailed itself. Um, but I agree. Both of us had – I mean, so the, we both had the top four the same. Uh, we mm-hmm. differed on on five. But you you took AI, who I had in the point guard, so that's fair. I mean, least for, for the love of God, you did not say, <laughs> you know, Russell Westbrook or, or somebody like that. Now – now, James Harden. Well, well, that's what I was going to get to. So, because you said Russell, does James make his way? Does Harden make his way onto this list? What does he have to do? I mean, he's crushing it, man. I mean, dude is putting up. I'm going to look him up right now um, while you're answering this question I'm asking you. But what does he have to do to to make it onto this list? Well, one, he is strictly just a uh, ISO score. Um, he brings nothing else to the team. He doesn't make the people around him better. 
he Yo, he was big. pretty nasty last year. I mean, people give him a bunch of shit for his defense. His defense was pretty decent was last sure. year. His defense was pretty yeah, I mean, decent was, last year. It was decent for him. But, I mean, a lot of these guys on our list but didn't was, play was, great defense, did they? I mean, Ray Allen I mean, was I the think best defender on his team. Ray Allen wasn't on my list. Oh, <laughs> damn. True, true. But, okay, so. <laughs> I mean, but, like, what is what does Ray have to uh Not Ray. You got me all, man, you got them sound effects Dang. messing me up. What does James have to do? Because right now. He's averaging for his career 25 points a game, six rebounds a game, and – or no, excuse me, six assists a game, and uh, about five rebounds a game. So, I mean – I think he just has to con- – he has to make uh, Houston a – well, wherever he lands, he has to make them a real competitor. I don't, I've never thought Houston to be a competitor really for the, a championship. Right. They, They've always been someone to like, oh, you know, they may, you know, spoil something here or there. But I've never looked at them as, ooh, got to watch out for Houston. Right, <clears throat> Even last right. year, I, I was like, eh, I mean, he he needs, he he legit needs other people. Um, He's going to shoot 80 times a game. That's just what he does. So I don't look at him um, on the same level as some of the, the greats. Um, he'll be, he'll go down just because of, the culture of how the NBA is now is just putting up buckets, but he just reminds me of a more relevant mellow. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, damn that. That's, mellow was just a score. that's deep, but it's kind of true though. If you, if you're being honest, yeah. that's, that's really what Harden. I don't think you can put Harden on a team. We saw it with the Rockets and have him be the main guy and then win a championship. Just like the same way you couldn't have Melo be the be the lead dog. That's a, that's right. interesting. I think that as of right now, you know, any any other guys in the league besides Harden at shooting guard that could make their way to the top five? Do, would we classify Luka Doncic as a shooting guard? Indeed. I was about to say Luka. And, I mean, small forward, shooting guard, I think. Uh, I think know, even technically he too. played some point guard for them last year, um, if I'm not mistaken. He does it, he does it all. Yeah. He, he – I mean, Luca is Te- so technically. I, I don't mean to cut you off, Kenny. He's six three, two thirty. Basketball Reference has him as a point guard and shooting guard, like AI. And last year, they have him listed as a point guard, Luca, at six seven. And just to give you Luca's stat line last year, so his first year in the league, he was nineteen years old, went twenty one points a game, eight rebounds, six assists. Last year, my man went twenty nine points a game, nine assists, and nine and a half rebounds. This is a guy that. I think my Atlanta Hawks will look back at and forever, you know, never forgive themselves, even though they got Trey Young out of it, who in his own right put up 30 points yeah. a game last year. This is a guy that I truly, truly believe is like, he's a different breed. You watch him on the court, man. Yeah. And he, I don't know. He doesn't look like he's going to kill you. He doesn't look like he has that killer mentality. And then right. he just blows by guys. And you're sitting there watching it on TV and you're like, how is this guy getting by X, X, and X? How is he getting by this amazing all-defense you know, player? How is he doing this? I don't have an answer for you know it, who, bro. I don't. The dude just Like It looks like he's gliding out there. It looks like he's moving in slow motion, but the best NBA defenders can't defend him. Exactly. And you know who he reminds me of? Who? Um, and this is giving me too much credit to this guy. Well, maybe it's not. Paul Pierce. Like, when you remember right, Paul Pierce, right. he was never, like, fast. He always looked stiff. Right. But he got open. He got to the hoop. He hit his shots. He was a mismatch. It was just like, man, this guy looks like he just got out the car. Right, right, right. After, right. like, an eight-hour drive and started playing. Right. No, I, I, can, I can definitely see that. Yeah. I can see that for sure. I can definitely see that. Um, I, I definitely think Luka's going to be better than Paul Pierce. I don't think I don't yes, think when yeah. we're talking next week about our small forwards, I, he might be on our top five. I don't think, but he might. Um, but uh, Spoiler alert, he's not. Okay. Not. I mean, but, okay. I, I didn't want to talk for you, but. I Luca is a guy 20 years old, dude, that is just a different breed. 
And I think when we talk 10 years from now and we, you know, we've got this podcast as the number 10 podcast in the world, we're going to look back on one of our first shows and we're going to look back on our list and be like, Hey, I love our list one through four, but now number five is Luca. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's a he's definitely going to be a problem for sure. He, I mean, he is a problem now. He's already a problem. Yeah, he's already a problem now. He's only twenty freaking years old, dude. Like, it's still right. baffling to me that this dude's twenty years old. He's got the body weight at two thirty. He's six foot seven. He gets to the free throw line. He makes his free throws at a seventy six percent clip. Shooting from the field, forty six percent, almost forty seven percent. Half of his damn shots are going in, dude. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's one of those things where as we continue to watch him, I just hope that the Mavericks are able to put a team around him so they, they can continue to make like big playoff runs because it's going to be tough for him in the next three, four years to contend with the Lakers. Let's just be honest. But if anybody oh, yeah. can do it, a young guy, I think it's Luka that could potentially, you know, put up a fight against the Lakers. I don't know. What's our next yeah, topic, KB? I, I think, yeah, I think they'll do that. Um, next topic, man, and we'll make it quick because there's really not much to talk about with this comparison. But um, recently, you know, we had the Xbox drop, yeah. the new Xbox, whatever model, who cares? First, the PlayStation 5. Hold up, you said there's not much of a the comparison. Pristine. Pristine. PS5. Hold up, you said there's not much of a comparison? I mean, you know, we go into the specs, you know, that. You know, blah 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 resolution, blah blah. Yeah, the shit that you pay for for five hundred dollars. Yes, yes, we do need to talk about specs if that's what. I can't even talk right now. How did you? Go ahead. The PlayStation Five. Yeah. First of all, it's just it's a mammoth of a machine. It's great. Uh, First of all, now I don't own one yet because I have a few other things to get. Like you know, pampers and stuff like that. Soon, <laughs> soon, I have the PS Five because I just you know I have I have big TV, but you know you want to get that quality, right, right, that that prism. You know, I, I need to get the TV to bring out the 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 features of that PlayStation Five. And plus, I play Madden, you know, a lot, and it's just no point in getting it right now. Okay, uh, Madden's kind of trash, but. The PS5, man, I, I mean, it's great. It has a lot of exclusive games that you can't get on the Xbox. And real men play PS5. I mean, that's it. Okay, so Kenny's saying this because I'm an Xbox guy, first off. Um, been an Xbox guy since the jump. I do have a PS4, which is collecting dust right now. Literally, I'm looking at it. It's just a dust machine sitting uh, in the corner. Um, poor, but poor thing. To be honest, Xbox... They have a better multiplayer functionality. Their their Xbox Party Chat is well way higher superior uh, than PlayStation. They've continued on that, and then the specs that they put inside the Xbox, you can't compare them to the PS5. They are everybody, even Sony knows that the specs inside of it are better. The one thing Sony has going for it right now is that controller that Sony made is clearly better than Xbox's. It's got a ton more features on it. But let's be honest, If you, I don't think that either one of these systems made it to where if you were an Xbox guy beforehand, you're going to switch over to PlayStation or vice versa. I think you're going to stick with the system. And let's be honest, the system you pick, it doesn't really matter because a lot of these games are going cross-play anyway. So the yeah. best part is you get to play with the controller that you like in your hand the most, and you get to still play with your boys on Warzone, whatever it may be. I think truly the Xbox is better, but at the same time, neither one of us have one yet because you can't find them, which I think is ridiculous, bro. I think it's absolutely ludicrous in a year full of terrible things, right? The one thing that we've all been looking forward to is around the holidays. We're grown ass men. You know, those TikToks where it's like, Hey, when you're a grown person, now you got grown people money. So I can buy this shit. I got grown people money. Now I want to buy the new Xbox and I can't find it, bro. So here's what I did, right? I got a story for you real quick, Kenny. How much time we got? You got, you got 30 seconds to hear a story. Yeah, man, let's, let's hear it. So I got a buddy that I play call of duty with, uh, down in Louisiana. 
and he's a big PlayStation guy, but he knows I've been looking for the Xbox. So he follows these Twitter accounts and all this crazy stuff to see when the new drops are. So he hits me up on Friday night, says, yo, bro, I got an Xbox Series X. I'm not going that that foo-foo lame shit. I'm going top top deck. Okay. Big dog. Big dog. Big dog. Big dog let the big dog eat. You know what I'm saying? So he says, I got one in my cart. You want it? I said, bet. I know I, I have no issues. You know, he's not going to screw me over with the money or nothing like that. So he goes ahead and buys it, right? From GameStop. GameStop mm-hmm. had the drops. So Saturday morning, folks start tweeting out, hey, my order got canceled. My order got canceled. Well, his order has not been canceled yet. They've already taken the money out of his account. I've paid him through PayPal. Right. Ooh. Right. I've already paid him for it. And he's been in contact with GameStop. And they're like, look, we're trying to get these orders processed, but we do. We might not know if you got an Xbox till Christmas. So Wow. Yeah, bro. So I've got (laughs) right. So I got 560 bucks sitting out there that we have a confirmation number for through PayPal that GameStop has taken the money out of his account. He showed me his bank account. They GameStop has taken the money. And now there's they were canceling orders on Saturday, but then folks started saying if you didn't get an email cancellation notice, you're good. He didn't get one. But I'm just saying, so I might be SOL. All I'm saying is if I don't get an Xbox soon, if I don't upgrade soon, because that new NBA 2K looks so amazing the my career, I'm going to be upset, dog. Highly upset. That's my Xbox story. I'll let you know on the next episode, the next podcast, how it's going, because I don't think it's going to be over by then. But hopefully we'll have a confirmation number then. I wish I had... The sound by four plies run up, run up on the plug twice. Run off, right? That, right, (laughs) that is crazy. It's called the finesse of all finesses. I'm gonna keep your money for a couple weeks just in case, right? I get some, right? That's that's pretty much what GameStop's doing, and that's what a lot of these stores are doing right now. But it still goes back to it's been such a shitty year, people have looked forward to these two systems coming out. And there, you can't find them anywhere. You got kids who have been stuck in the house for nine months doing exactly what their parents ask them to do. And all they want is a, is a Xbox or all they want is a PlayStation. And there are none to be found anywhere. And the ones that are out there are getting snatched up by these sneaker bots that people snatch up Jordans with. And they're yeah. getting all of them and reselling them for double the price. It's crazy, man. And, it, and it's, a damn, it's, it's, a, it's a damn shame. It's funny because a buddy of mine, who's a huge sneakerhead, sneaker collector, he just bought his second PS5. He's a truck driver. Shout out to Walt. Uh, he has a the PS4 digital at home, and he just copped the PS5 disc for when he's in his truck. Wow! So he got two PS5s, and he but he gets all the Jordans when they drop. He's I've heard of I've heard of people fans. having a lot more success trying to get the PlayStation than the Xbox. For whatever reason, it looks like to me just from kind of following this from the outside in because it, it came down to like, dude, I was not about to go and keep looking at all these different websites and stuff for this damn Xbox. It was just going to be one of those things. I walk into Target one day, they got one. I'm getting it. You know, like I got the money set aside for it, but it looks to me like PlayStation's on the ball a little bit more than Xbox, and that could end up hurting them because. There's only 10 days left till Christmas. If, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, a couple of days from now, it could be seven, six, you know, like it's just one of those things where it sucks because I think a lot of people were looking forward to this and it's just another, it's just like the last letdown of 2020. Hey man, well, it's a good segue into something that'll pick you up for 2020. Oh, what you got? KD is back. Whoa. He is indeed. Bro. KD is back. Bro, all I'm saying is his hair looks terrible. His <laughs> hair looks so bad, KB. I watched on SportsCenter the other night. The I think it was the first game. The Nets were back. They won like by five, whatever, preseason game. His hair looks so bad, bro. Yeah, he is a multi-millionaire. He has shares and stocks in numerous companies. My man is great with his money, but my man's hair looks like he went into the barber shop, and it's the white dude in the back that's like singing to himself 
that doesn't cut anybody's hair, Katie sat down in his chair and just continues to go back to that guy, even though he knows he sucks. Like his hair looks so bad, dude. But he's yeah, he is back. Back. What was it like? Five hundred some odd days or something like that. He was out. And he probably could have come back sooner. If but um, I think he could have come back in the bubble if they were continuing. Right. Right. But um. Right. But yeah, man, Katie's back and. You know, I'm a LeBron James fan first, but I, I am too. Don't time. don't just act like you're the only one there. I fight these battles with yeah, you on indeed. Facebook all the time. We're both there. We're both there. Indeed. Team LeBron. But you know, I spent some years in PG County, Maryland, uh, where uh Katie's from, good old Suitland. Shout out to Suitland. Oh um, PG County. Hey man, the dude is, is a baller, man. Like you can't take anything away from him. He will go down top ten players of all time. I think he'll get into that conversation when he's healthy. He, if anybody has that debate of who's the best in the world, it's always KD and LeBron. I don't, but the thing is like, I, I, I don't, I think that's just people like trying to hate on LeBron. I don't see these two guys in the same category. I see it as like a one and a two almost not even a one, a one B. Do you see them in the same, like, Cat. No, I mean, I, I see it one and two simply because LeBron is just all around dominant defense, offense, you right. know, the cerebral right. the score we need. I mean, KD is just a different – he's a different monster. He can drop buckets whenever he wants. There's nobody in the league who can stop him um, one-on-one. There's nobody in the league that can stop him one-on-one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um and if he's if his defense was better, like more consistent, you may have that one A one B conversation. But yeah, I will put him at, at, at solid number two. But when he's on the court, you have to account for him. And I mean, he showed it when he he's never had to lead a team, right? Because when he was in um, Oklahoma, he had Russ with him, the young Russ, and you know they were they were killing people. But and Jay Harden you know, couldn't get over the arm. Oh yeah, that. Whew. We can have a conversation about that trio if they stay together. Right. But um, yeah, then he goes to Golden State, which I mean it was a sucker move, but I understand as far as wanting to win. Um, I don't think I, I think it's always gonna put an asterisk on his legacy per se, but he was the best player on the best team as well. Um so I mean I I'm just happy that Katie's back. I am too. You know, I don't I am look too. forward to a lot of a lot of different players, but Katie's one of those people when he comes up on the TV, I, I stop and watch. No, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm right there with you. The only thing that kind of gets me though is when you have these people that try to compare him and LeBron. Like they're he's not in LeBron's league. Let's just like KD for what he is. The kind of the villain, you know, he's kind of yeah. that arch nemesis, if you will. But let's be honest, him and Kyrie on the Nets, along with Let's not forget that Nets team that he's on before he got there, like, you know, Levert and all those guys that they already had on that team were a good, solid team. This this 2021 Nets team is going to be pretty damn special, I think. I think they will, but I think Kyrie is going to um, – I think without Kyrie, they would be more successful. I want to say better because Kyrie – is a dog in his own right. But I think they would be more successful in the long run um, with a KD and without Kyrie. If they had just like a, if you switch him and Kimba, Kimba Walker, they would, I would say Eastern conference lockdown, but with Kyrie, I just, I'm not sold on Kyrie, man. That's just me. I mean, individually he's a, he's a baller, but I just, I'm not sold on him. They're kind of made for each other though. Honestly, like they're they're both kind of nim- they're they're like the villains in a sense. They're kind of made for each other. They wanted to play together. It's gonna be interesting to see with a new head coach that's never coached before in Steve Nash how he's gonna be able to kind of bring yeah. these guys all together. But oh, I just looked it up. Kevin Durant's first NBA game in 552 days. So you know, the boys that's and congrats to him, dude, for coming back. And hopefully he can yeah. continue on his, you know, great legacy that he already has. Because after 552 days, you probably start wondering, can I keep doing this at the level that I was prior? And just off of the first preseason game, 
you know, it showed that he can still get out there, outrun these guys. So um, props to him. It's going to be interesting to follow up, uh, you know, on the podcast each week, how this Nets team is doing, because it's going to be a, it's going to be a weird one. Yeah, it definitely is, but it'll, it'll bring for some good basketball um, for sure. Now we are, we do it all radio. So we don't only talk about sports. We bring some just, you know, regular shoot the shits. Shoot the shit. Kids cover your ears. Shoot the shits. TV, man. What show are you on right now? Like something you're watching that's just like, yo, this is some great TV. Man, Kenny, I'm not going to waste too much time on it because since last week, we've just moved up like two two seasons of Survivor. Like we're just pounding Survivor, me and my wife right now. We're going through at least like three, four episodes a day. Just moving Survivor on, on the island Survivor. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving major weight in Survivor. We're both Big Brother fans, me and you. Um, and Survivor, I never really paid much attention to it, but it's really it's it's like question. Big Brother, but it's more competitive, more competitions. Everybody has watched Survivor at some point, whether they've just passed it on the TV or what. But We've gone through, I think, six or seven seasons now, and we've got like 14 more ahead of us, so there's no stopping anytime soon. What are you watching? Uh, the new show with Heisenberg. I don't really know. It's uh, Brian Cranston? Yeah, maybe? yeah. I don't know. But yeah, something like that. But he has a new show called uh, The... Uh, what's it? The Attorney? The Judge? I just forgot the name of it. Um, hold on. Ryan Cranston. While you're looking that up, did you ever watch the Breaking Bad movie? I did, and I appreciate it for what it is in a sense of, uh, you know. Like, I was huge. I was, I was huge into fan. Breaking Bad. I've never watched the movie, though. It's it's good just to be like, I saw it. Right. Um, but uh, it's, it's not. Um, it just looks like they aged like 10, 15 years right. and they just threw them back in the thing. You're like, oh, hold on. Right, right, right. But it's I, I don't think it was made for people who weren't into the Breaking Bad world. If you were into that world, you're going to love it. If you weren't into it, you'll look at it and be like, what the hell is this? Um, but the show is called Your Honor. It's a it's a show. Uh, it comes on Showtime. Okay. The the show is, is crazy. Just a premise. This guy is a judge um, in New Orleans. Uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana, he's a you know a good judge. Really, you know, looks out for the people of the the community. His son driving hits a guy, kills him. You know, leaves the scene. The guy he hit is a mobster's son. So it's about through episode two or three has already come on so far. Man, glued. When I say glued to the TV. Yeah. I don't know if he's just that great of an actor or him and his agent picks the greatest damn shows to be on. This show will go down as like, I'm not going to say Breaking Bad because that's just disrespectful, but it's going to be, it's so far as great. Like everything, the way everything's moving. I mean, everything I told you not a spoil. It's not a spoil alert. It happens within like the first 30 minutes of the show. Right. Like, you know what the show is about. And you can see what's going to happen, like the the raunchiness and the the grittiness that's going to happen in New Orleans between him, this killer mob family, some local you know gang guys. It's just the story is is great. It's always moving. I love shows that just keep it moving. Like don't stop and you know draw me for two or three episodes. Let something build up. Like no, this show is like comes on hard hitting in your face. I love it. Check it out. If you're on Showtime, if you have Showtime, if not, you can find a free uh, a free trial somewhere on some platform. Check it out. It's called Your Honor. Bombshell. Writing it down Bombshell. now. Writing it down now. Yeah, got to. All right. So also um, what we wanted to do, uh, show a little love to some some artists, man. We love music. Uh, me and Paul here are, are big music fans um, as, as well as sports fans. So we were able to... to Play a little music this episode of an artist, uh, a group that, you know, we both like, somebody that we're familiar with. We're going to let you hear some of this music. The group name is uh, 
right, well, it's R.A. and Young Hurt. The album is uh, Backpack 2. Check it out Jet on Pack. Spotify. Jetpack 2. Jetpack 2. J-E-T-P-A-C-K 2. Um, check it out. Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can stream music. I'll let you hear some of that. This is our dope song of the week. Reincarnated, heaven sent, back again, up and down, turn round and round like a merry go till merry went. Uh, kids about a pool, Caleb about a school, drive across the states, see a smile again. Envy of his queen and his dream team. When you have no one to lead, are you still king? Contemplate this slip wrist from broken hearts that I can't fix. And my nice guy just counterfeit, been drinking a bit. I don't know why I'm recording this, what's happening? I will prevail, jackpack, Travis Scott with the ticket sales, haters hate but wishing well, 10 dimes in a wishing well, gruesome cause I missed the nail, MC, hammer fame, disrespect that's foul ball but it's fair game, I don't know where I turn left but it's not the same, hold me close that tiny dancer in army grim kill rocket man, rocket man, hold me close that tiny dancer kill rock. I'm a freak show, cute to be the lady. Say goodbye to the old me. Last album was just released on another one. Time flies when you're having fun. Money comes when it's getting done. Expensive tasting that old school, carbureted. Someone passed that gray pond, can't help the shine. Blood diamonds, now you wanna run. What you hear from that Adam's apple does damage like Adam Bomb. Never only thing that I worried about was having gas and car nuts on the masses in a catalog. Wanna go back to the yesteryears when Lil Bro was in the handlebars. Hold on, kid, we going far. Street lights came on, we got chased all the way to our home by the neighbor's dog. Old things feel brand new. Retro's first day of school. Favorite girl with a gold cue. Best friend throws that alley hoop. Blessed us with memories. My deja vu. Hey, man. Really good stuff. I can't play the whole song. Hey, man. That's some. Quality, if you're into quality, quality, <laughs> quality music, lyrics, beats, um, check them out, man. Jetpack 2, uh, Eric Hurt, R.A., man. Uh, great album. Each week, we're going to bring you a song of, a, of an artist that, you know, we think, you know, it's great. It's a song, something to listen to. Up and comers, just like us, you know, everybody's coming up, trying to do their thing for sure. Absolutely. Um Man, we almost done here, bro. Uh, Yo, long podcast this time. Long podcast, but I like it. Got a lot of stuff in. Hey, man, the people love it. The people love it. Got a lot of stuff in. We were able to, uh, you know, put Eric on with his song, even though, you know, I'm sure he doesn't need our help. But anything helps, you know. I mean, quality music, quality people. Uh, Make sure you check out that Jetpack too. The college football playoffs going to be intense. Like I said, I think it's going to be way different uh, next week than it is this week. We talked about our top five shooting guards next week's small forwards. We talked about Xbox PS five, so much stuff, man, so much stuff. And, uh, you know, like I said, Kenny and I met, you know, we were working together at a job and then he moved to Texas. And so this isn't only a podcast. This is like us being able to catch up with each other for an hour, 30 minutes each week and just be able to talk to each other. So I'm glad you guys are along the ride with us. Um, and to be honest, I think that we're really, uh, you know, moving in the right direction. Continue. If you listen to this podcast, shout us out on your Facebook, your Instagram, whatever, uh, tag us in anything that you guys, uh, you know, thinks relevant. If there's a topic you guys want us to talk about, you know, make sure to send it over to us any way you can find us on Instagram, on, on Facebook, uh, and just get at us, man. We, we love to interact with you guys. And, uh, Kenny, I'm, I'm good, man. What about you? I'm good. We just got one more thing. What you got? And it's going to be very cool. Oh, shit. Very we cool. forgot. Oh, my God. I, I know why I know why you wanted to be quick. I know why you wanted to be quick. Now, I'm not going to disrespect him because he's still a young man and he's growing up. And it was a learning lesson. I don't want him to be on suicide watch or anything. I'm not, I'm not into putting people down right. when they're already under under the the ground but lord have mercy marco wilson fam now florida was already playing bad i mean anytime we play a, a lsu kentucky like sec football is it's just tough but anytime you're playing a you know somebody uh that you're going against that just a a rival it's always intense always i don't care how bad they are Marco Wilson, man, we're playing bad. 
Uh, they're getting interceptions off helmets. It's it's just <laughs> everything that could go bad is going back for, for the Gators. But we finally make a stop. 2.45 to three minutes left in the game. Tied up. We make a big stop. Big, Third huge, long. Huge. What do we do when we get up after making a, a, a huge tackle? We throw a shoe. 20 yards downfield. 20 yards. Not in the air. Not just a toss to the sideline. Like 20 yards down the field. LSU gets the first down for unsportsmanlike conduct. Take the ball 15 yards, kicks a 57 yard field goal, wins the game. Number six, eight and one. Yeah. Playing for a spot into the conference, playing for a top four spot. Yeah. To go into the the first final four uh, of the school's history to get in for a national championship, but easier way. We still might have a shot, but I mean, it's too many things have to happen for us to get in. All we had to do was just win. It's crazy how uh, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Man. Now, I've never been too fond of Marco Wilson as a football player. Um, as an outside cornerback, I think he's, you know, tough, gritty. You know, it's a great, you know, slot cornerback. I think that's where his bread and butter is personally because he can just kind of focus on the box and, you know, being a little bit more press corner. He's a press guy. Right. But, man, he uh, he got burnt early in the game. He uh, got shook to where he fell out of bounds on the previous pass <laughs> on the same drive. I mean, it just was bad. And then you cap your last home game because he's not coming back. No. And they even let him as a junior participate in senior night. Like, it, he's not coming right. back. Um, I don't know if that's a, a corporate decision or a personal decision, but uh, he's out of here, man. And to end your career with a shoe toss that pretty much took your team out of contention for a national championship. <sighs> Sorry to hear. Sorry about your loss. Uh, mm. Lord have mercy. That's my big dummy of the week, man. Uh, I'm assuming it's yours as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. God, just talking about this, I got to I gotta go have a drink. <laughs> get off. The, <laughs> the kid, man. But I'm going to chalk it up. Immaturity. Um, I mean, it's not. Grantham was terrible play calling. I mean, nothing changed. Uh, but, man, praying for us. By the next time we had this podcast, we would have had played out of Alabama. Whew. It'll be interesting, <laughs> brother. But, man, it might be a sad day. Hopefully it's a joyous one. But, man, next week, <sighs> we shall see. But that's it for me, man. You got anything else to add? I'm done, big dog. Hey, we're out of here. Appreciate everybody's support. Tune in. We out of here. Peace.